0: hi welcome to combos with mclean i'm courtney mclean and today i'm here with
1: justin parker
0: and today our topic is more than what we're given so just give us a little background about what you do
1: um i am justin parker you know mr top 10 or you know Whatever you want to call, you know what I'm saying? Uh, So, I just be, you know, styling my clothes. And now I got into making clothes for, like, officially. Like, it's official, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, Yeah, Top 10 is the brand. Top 10 on Instagram. Top10.ai is the Instagram name. I do customizations. I do it all, you know, just hit the Instagram.
0: Okay. So, the first question is, what is the hardest thing about being a black creative in a lesser-known city?
1: I would say just, like, exposure. Getting your name out there. Because our city isn't, like, huge, Mm -hmm. but it's still, you know, got to get it out there. Like, connections, making the network and work for you instead of, you know, just dropping stuff and, you know, nobody shows up. So, you got to put that effort in, the groundwork, and then... Boom. Now you're networking and plugged in. Okay.
0: So, do you believe having a black-owned business helps or hurts your brand when you're trying to expand your platform?
1: I would say right now, having a black-owned business is like the bees, knees, like cause I mean, it's a trend, you know? Black-owned is like, it's, whatever is black-owned is like really getting pushed right now, so... Mm -hmm. Now is the time for any black creators, you know, to get really into it because everybody wants something from a black man or black woman because they trying to, you know, make up for the past. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to push it. You got to push it right now. This is the time to get it done.
0: Definitely. So, what drew you to pursue this brand and what are your future goals for the brand?
1: What drew me to it? I always like making clothes. Or, like, styling or try to, you know, get fresh. Fresh can be, and you never want to pull up somewhere and everybody got the same thing on. Now you like, okay. So, making clothes is more of a individual type thing for me. It was like, so I can express myself. I mean, I can't, you know, paint or, you know what I'm saying, all that expression. But this is my art. So, this is how I get to express myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh... What was the
0: the future goals
1: future goals I'm yeah. trying to go crazy with the future goals um like I don't know just like open up a store like this is like near future I'm trying to do everything to prepare myself for greatness that's about it
0: Definitely. so that kind of leads into the next question where I was talking about supporting black businesses do you think that people were genuinely supporting black businesses because they wanted to actually help the community or do you feel like people are doing it because it was a trend it was like the cool thing to do
1: it's definitely it's a it's a bit of both there's some people that's genuinely out there you know buying everything black business because they want to put their money into black creators but then there's people that's doing it for the trend because, you know, they want to say, oh, I support, you know. So it's like a two-way street, but it's around me, you know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? As long as either way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely a two-way street.
0: So there's a site called Black Spartanburg that's relatively new, but it's a website that's dedicated to just putting all of the black businesses in Spartanburg, black-owned um, clothing, hair, nails, all types candle maker whatever if you have a black business they put you on there so do you feel like places safe spaces um like black spartanburg do you think that they enhance people's ability to get out there or it may inspire someone else to also be like hey i want to do this and see all these other people doing it do you think that that safe space kind of helps
1: yeah it definitely helps but it also like it could hurt because now you're only getting exposed to those people or the black community, mm. which is mm. good in a way because you now you're building a solid foundation with others of uh, you know like kind. But it when it when it limits you to just black people, it's like now how I reach out to different you know people in cultural zones because mm. you don't want to just be known for being black 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 when you're could be just known as a creator. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah so i feel like i mean it's a good thing to you know have your people support you but you don't want it to be too much like
0: you don't want it to like limit you yeah to you that, don't want it especially to limit you. with it being specifically black spartanburg yeah if someone were to say greenville I, they probably don't know like oh this is a black spartanburg and they like oh i've never heard of that before because exactly. i know um my aunt how she was actually looking she was like do you know like black owned business I was like it's a whole website she didn't even know about it so it's like I feel like it could the way that she said like it could limit you because you're only exposed on that platform rather than say if you're on I don't know what's like facebook or like where people put just where it's like all types of different people on there but i also feel like it helps too because it's kind of a safe space or like okay i know everyone here is going to be positive and they're going to help me and stuff like that Mm,
1: definitely uh i see it that's like a great push you know what i'm saying to get you out there so now they know. Okay, this is a black business. Like they recognize you among other lists. Like mm-hmm. even if you're on that website, you can be on multiple websites. But yeah. they see your name on this list. Now they know. Oh, I remember that name from Black mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, I'm gonna pick him. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's his two way street though. Okay.
0: So what would be your advice for, say, not even just like black creatives, but someone who's just interested in starting up a business? What would you say? is, like, the best steps or the best route for them to take to become successful with their brand?
1: Time. Time management. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's real. Like, it's a real thing. Um, I would say focus. Put all your time and focus into it. If it's really your passion, go after it 100%. Now, personally, <laughs> not having a plan B is the biggest motivation. Because you're going to work harder on plan A. Having a plan B is like, okay, I know I can fail at this. But with failure on your mind, it's like, you're going to fail. But if you put all your effort into plan A, there's no way that it's not going to work. So I say put it all 100% of your time and effort and focus real hard on what you want to do and what you want to achieve. And there's no way that you can achieve it. So... Yeah, that's what I say for that. And yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. And another thing that I just wanted to touch on was the whole thing with black businesses prices. So, you know, people will buy all types of expensive things from white designers, but as soon as it's like a black or a, just a lesser known designer in general, they're like, oh my gosh, no, I would never buy that. But I feel like usually when you get some lesser known brands, it's better quality than, say, if you got fast fashion off of like pretty little thing fashion over people are literally throwing hundreds of dollars towards them a month but it's like when you have the same exact thing for a better quality they're like oh my gosh y'all want us to support you but y'all's prices be too high how do you feel about that
1: uh that's that's a real thing like i find myself changing prices all the time which is like trash but i mean i understand i'd rather get it out there than it just sit in my closet so um but with like the fast fashion my mom bought some jeans from, I'm not going to say that, you know, I ain't going to do that. But she bought some jeans and they didn't even have, like, a, a buttonhole to button the pants up. So it's like, I mean, why not spend that extra dollar to get a quality yeah. material? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But on the other side, you got to know your work. And I've been coming to that realization that my prices, you know what I'm saying, they're re- they're lower than what I have them at, mm-hmm. in my mind so me limiting myself is not really helping me so with the you know big designers okay like that's cool and all but you're you're trying to get there too so mm-hmm. why you know just like limit yourself to like a $80 $100 range when you know your price should be like 200 or 250 or whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because you know that quality that work yeah so I would say I mean like don't don't come out off the top
0: off roof. Yeah like. like
1: Yeah, $300, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I say work your way up cuz you can, you know. You're just starting, so it's like how am I supposed to just drop $300 on this piece and
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I say work your way up from the bottom.
0: Okay. And when it comes to black designers, say like Virgil, how he's over Louis Vuitton now and Kanye, and just all these other black creatives, do you take any inspiration from any of them?
1: I take all inspiration from all black creatives. I don't look at the Marc Jacobs or any of the, You know what I'm saying? Like, I go after the black creatives, Virgil, you know, uh, not even just creatives, like, just people who do it all, like ASAP Rocky, like, his style, his presence, everything he does, you know, Barry, all that, his... Belong how he got it, I look at the black creators because I know I can follow their path because the struggle is the same. Mm-hmm. I can't you know go after Mark Jacobs because me and him might not have lived the same life, you know what I'm saying in a way I can relate more to ASAP or young thug or you know what I'm saying, like real black creators. So me going out there, you know, like a white designer. It's not, it's not going to be the same steps. So, yes, 100%. I go and do my research on the black creators. And then I might, you know what I'm saying, see what the white creators did. And then, like, you know, take a here and there. But mostly it stems from the black creators.
0: Okay so when it comes to the style of your brand are you doing more of like an urban style or more like a contemporary like you know how it's kind of the difference like you have Tyler the Creator style compared to like ASAP style like just the different like streetwear compared to like I don't know what you would call his style just like something different <laughs> but so what would you say that your brand is or is it like a mixture
1: I would say it's a mixture because it's more of an art form than just like a style, a certain style. My favorite things to make is like one of one, So that comes with different, you know, ideas just flowing through my head instead of like just dropping shirts or... Because that's, that's more streetwear. But when it's like original, it's art. It's like I know uh, uh, the Mona Lisa when I see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can print a thousand Mona Lisas on a shirt. Isn't, you know what I'm saying? It's more authentic from inside when it's just one piece it's a piece not like a collection oh, Okay. so it's like i say i would say it's more artwork than like a collection or a style so yeah i don't know it's just like a big hodgepodge of art i guess
0: just everything that you kind of Put together, you're just like I like this and this. You're not limiting yourself to one style or the other.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Gotta gotta spread it out because you don't want to ever ever be put in a box. Yeah,
0: I mean, unless it like works for them type stuff. Like I mean, certain
1: things work for certain people. Yeah,
0: but I feel like if you're just starting out, that you shouldn't limit yourself because I feel like. If you are able to say get to someone who likes Tyler the Creator or someone who's like into Blown and stuff, and you're able to get to both of them, I think that that expands it. So then, like, if you do get to a point where you're kind of like, oh, I kind of like doing this style more, you already have your base, and people are like, okay, well, I think I'm gonna get that because I like his past style or his past, stuff like that.
1: that exactly. Yeah. Gotta mix it up. Yeah. So you can, you target everybody.
0: Yeah. So, do you have any upcoming projects or anything that you want to...
1: Um, everybody's been on my uh, on my top about the shorts, the Dig Big shorts. <laughs> um, so, for the summertime, I'm definitely working on those. Uh, better quality, I'm that's what I'm focusing on right now, my quality. Getting my quality to where it's perfect. I don't want it to, you know, peel off later on down the road. I want it to be on there forever type, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So... I'm working on quality. I don't want to just give y'all garbage that looks cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on.
0: So, with you being in Spartanburg, and it's, you know, it's a couple of other Spartanburg designers who have, like, their shops and stuff, what do you think sets you apart from them, and why should people come and buy your stuff?
1: What sets me apart is you're not going to find it anywhere else. Like, anywhere. Because it's all from the top, you know what I'm saying? It's out of my mind. So, I might, you know, see something just, like, random, and now there's an idea, like, a stop sign. Now, I'm just blending all kind of different shades of red, and now I got a whole stop sign on the back of your shirt. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just different. It's just you're not going to see it every day. It's not like, you know, okay, a T-shirt, and then it got a cool graphic on it. Mm-hmm. You see that everywhere.
0: Yeah. Or but, the stacked jeans yeah, that everyone has. the
1: stacked jeans. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? That's my stuff isn't gonna be played out. Like you're gonna be able to pull this out maybe a year from now be like, Yeah, y'all ain't got this one. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's that's what my whole objective is, to be different and stay different.
0: So it's something that won't go out of trend. Like you know how a lot of people put out pieces that are for the trends right now. Exactly. But you're making pieces that People can wear a couple years from now and it'll still be like, oh yeah, this is cool. You won't look crazy like if you, <laughs> cause but and I also feel like with trends, mm, buying into trends is kind of a waste of money. But I think that's a different <laughs> that's a different topic. It's
1: definitely a waste cause once you once it's there, it's like okay, now what? What's the next trend? And now you can't wear it. And now it's like just taking up space in your closet. So yeah. But to whoever sold it to you, it's like, hey, I got on that so. You know. It's then, up to you.
0: Yeah, because if you try to resell it, it's going to be like, who wants that? Nobody's exactly. wearing it anymore. You want
1: to make timeless pieces, and that's what I'm here for.
0: Yes, yes. He makes timeless pieces. Timeless guys. pieces. <laughs> so, um, well... Oh, also, another thing. Justin is actually doing things outside of fashion too he does stuff with the community and i just wanted to let you guys know that he's helping with the voter registration drive that's coming up in june so we have someone who is a designer as well as a philanthropist you know charitable so definitely if you are interested in unique pieces unique fashion you should definitely go over to
1: top10.ai on instagram
0: on instagram and he's also working on you're working like a website or anything website
1: is on the way so everybody you know you don't have to just come out to the store anymore and i want to give a big shout out to retro shack 864 over on 300 union street they're you know the greatest vintage in the upstate and they you know they helped me a lot get my name out there so i gotta give a big shout out to them
0: definitely so, is there
1: anything else that you wanted to cover? Um, oh, uh, my boys. I want to give a big shout-out to my boys. Uh, Burglars, the gang, BBG for life, man. Uh, I love all y'all. We're going all the way up this summer. We're going to have a bunch of stuff coming soon. Do you want to say anything about the podcast? Oh, yeah. We also <laughs> will be featuring the one the only... Courtney McLean on the Burglar Boy podcast, yes. very soon, and the visual is on the way. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just a it's a bunch of stuff that's going up. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna do everything in our capabilities to make 2021 the pop year not yes. only for us but for everybody. We're trying to yes. whole Spartanburg is gonna be up.
0: Exactly. So if you're not on the podcast wave, go ahead. you need to get on it. Hop we, on it. We're leaving YouTube, we're getting on podcasts and we're gonna be talking about just all types of different things. Like I don't know what y'all are gonna Our <laughs> podcast
1: is full of comedy. I mean, hey, you gonna hey you gonna tune in. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Tune in on the podcast.
0: So stay tuned. I will definitely be posting something about that on my channel. So well, I said channel. I can see YouTube <laughs> on my podcast. So just be on the lookout for that for our episode. And thank everyone for watching. And that's the end of this episode. Thank you. Appreciate
1: y'all for tuning in. Thank you for having me.
0: Bye. Yay. Somebody was commenting, but I just did not read it. I
1: couldn't read it. It I said something did. about a hat. I, like I that. think
0: they liked your hat. Yeah, it's, 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 it's smooth.
1: I got my camera. It's it's working. Pretty oh, you good. got it. I was gonna
0: yeah. say, do you want me to? Ooh, I awesome. said